regarding platform, the biggest thing is uh, these uh, regional assemblies, as we call them, um, congresses, regional congresses, where they need to elect their leadership, which by definition uh, joins the presidency, 15-member presidency of Platform for Progress. Two of the largest regions, Bosnia and Sava, and then the next one, Meretva. Uh, really key appointments. And uh, given the fact that we had some troubles organizing uh, these things in the Zoom world or era, uh, when it is easier to um, take the conversation down the wrong path or disrupt the conversation or, or exclude or include somebody uh, from the conversation, these these are going to be in person and we are looking forward to them so that we can really get beyond the organizational restructuring and move toward thinking about the campaign in the country. Um, the first will be Region Bosnia and it's going to happen uh, the day of our return um, if everything goes as planned to Bosnia and Herzegovina from the United States. Shortly after that, Sava and then uh, in the first week of October, uh, Neref, and then we'll go from there. Preparations for that uh, probably taking most of our time and especially for uh, regions that are less organized than others that don't have the infrastructure uh, that others might have at this point um, that makes it harder for them to organize it because there's a lot of work in organizing uh, an event of this magnitude and we are doing three at the same time and as I have said earlier, then we need to finish the convention that was uh, interrupted due to the lack of quorum and then uh, probably uh, a Congress uh, between the, the um, between the regular Congress is the one that's going to be uh, devoted to electing uh, some of the officers uh, like vice president and so on. Um, Second uh, stream of activities are related to uh, dis disciplinary uh, commission activities and uh, uh, court of honor activities that are trying to sort out uh, whether some um, whether there were people who uh, violated the code of ethics of the organization or acted against its interests. So that needs to. Uh, be completed um, hopefully in this and the next month and that's so we can get beyond all of that and move toward uh, important activities relating the well-being of the country and, and the campaign. Uh, other activities that are happening are related to um, my announcement of 10 days ago about the Institute that I would like to establish. I'm getting a lot of interest people who would like to participate and help. And I have a lot of meetings via Zoom about that, about the nature of it, explaining to people what it is that I have in mind. And I am um, 
spending some time on finding a similar organizations, institutions in the world, and of finding some that are that have been extraordinarily successful, and it could be a good a template for Bosnia Herzegovina and the whole region with a twist that I would like to propose. And the interesting thing is that until you start looking at something and force something, you don't really know what already exists in the world that might inform your thinking and might not be exactly what you have in mind, but is similar or different and can point the right way to both form and expand or organize or initiate or establish and expand later on. And it reminds me over and over again how it is always important to talk to as many people as possible that you can trust and who you can respect, who you respect, who will give you an honest opinion about something or advice. How important it is to to have a network of such people because no matter how much you believe in what you are saying and you are convinced that that's the right thing, there is always a different look at it, different take on it. Uh, even a better, even a better idea, an important modification that takes that line of thought to a different level. Um, the important thing about all of this is to uh, define it in the best possible way, then do all the necessary paperwork. Uh, which is um, so important in Bosnia and Herzegovina. And I have all the documents in place for it to be in the end successfully organized. Why is that important? Because in this particular case, it is the parliament of Canton Sarajevo that in the end makes the decision whether such a thing is established or not. They even, they will develop, they will um, put together a commission that will evaluate the application and then recommend uh, or not that such a thing be established based on the quality of the documentation presented to them. The other set of activities that have taken a back seat these days is that initial thought of the social contract and coming up with a team of people who would think about that issue, long-term issues facing Bosnia and Herzegovina, a path to its better future. And while I'm here, I left that uh, logistical part to uh, collaborators in, in the central uh, office of Platform for Progress. But the people uh, in Bosnia and Herzegovina are not eager to return 
uh, calls from people they don't know or emails from people they don't know. If so, this is something that I'm organizing, they're expecting me to call and ask for a meeting and not somebody else on my behalf, which is slowing things down because it is hard to reach them. Some of the people who have a lot to say think they are beyond or above anything or anybody else and therefore no one don't want to participate. And it is important in this particular endeavor to form a team of 10, 15 people who have something to say and don't have too large an ego to actually want to participate, have what, uh, say what they have on their mind, but also be able to listen to uh, to the suggestions of others, uh, which is always a problematic thing in Bosnia and Herzegovina. So that has taken a little bit of a backseat, and with my return, it will have to intensify. I'm glad that um, this semester, as I teach, of course, to University Charlotte students on applied machine learning, I have a tremendous interest in the same material from students in the University of Mostar, and that's perhaps another A contribution to the country, but B, uh, and maybe um, a way to start a collaboration, both education and research between the places. And um, I don't know where that might take us, but hopefully that both the University, you know, University of North Carolina, North Carolina at Charlotte and uh, one or two universities in Bosnia and could benefit from and if we establish some kind of research collaboration, both, uh, both uh, units would uh, benefit even in financially from, from funded research. We'll see. Um, pretty soon, um, going back to um, Bosnia-Herzegovina after a visit to the United States and um, I'm always looking forward to it. At the same time, it is very hard to leave the States and, uh, and the university and colleagues and friends and, of course, the family. So, uh, um, the last uh, week I um, have to, I must say, and I want to say, um, thank you, Clark Curtis, for uh, completing that task of writing and even publishing the book that you wrote on, on this quest. And um, it, it has been really well received in Bosnia and Herzegovina. A lot of people are asking about the translation to Bosnians so that people who don't speak English can actually read it. And so we need to find a way to translate it and, and uh, publish it in Bosnia Herzegovina. But um, I have to, and I want to, and I thank you for uh, all that effort, as well as the University of North Carolina Press, right, that actually published it. I'm thankful to them as well. And so that has been um, a long-term effort that you put tremendous hours in it. 
and um, I'm just very, very, very grateful. That's it. That's a report. Well, thank you. My goodness, that means a lot coming from you. I had, I had good subject material. Let's put it that way. It was... Thank you. Thank you. Um, I was going to ask about the Institute in terms of your big vision for it, not only for Bosnia and Herzegovina, but globally as well. What, in an ideal world, what would you like to accomplish with this institute and what you're trying to do? So I believe that there is a big clash now between the analog and digital worlds uh, going on as we speak. Uh, we are using technology almost every second of our lives now. Yeah. Gotten used to it. Uh, what, what happened with that is that um, I'm not sure that we are biologically prepared for it, ready for it, and it's going to take some time for us, for our brains to adjust. Uh, the nature doesn't jump quickly to new technologies. It, it carefully evaluates what's good for us, what is not. And as one of the famous architects in Sarajevo said it the other day, and he quoted somebody else, um, Amir Vuk, who is known as Zayetz. Uh, Zayetz means rabbit, Vuk means wolf. Can you imagine that somebody whose last name is Wolf, his nickname is Rabbit? Uh, not because he's scared, but I don't know how actually he got it. Um, a, a tremendous intellectual, broad thinking. A person who is interested in everything, who basically said what we used to have as a square with people, a town square where people would meet each other, now we have it in the form of Facebook and electronic means, social media. And these, um, these friendships are fleeting, they are, they are of different nature, they, are, they don't have deep roots. Uh, we now speak in elevator terms, like three minutes. Well, it's not three minutes. It's not minutes anymore. It's 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 fifteen seconds TikTok, right? If you have something to say, say it. I don't have a, um, I don't have uh, time for anything else. My attention span is very short. Um, but we biologically are prepared for stories. We believe and we listen and remember stories. Few of them can be told in 15 seconds. Yes, some aspect of it, the key, but not the nuances. And we are biologically prepared to read those nuances, expressions, body language. And that gets... Um, um, lost in an email, a text, a tweet, a picture on Facebook, comment. And so what I would like to see is establish an institute that would uh, be able to help us, help us both underst uh, understand the digital world and prepare us to take advantage better advantage of that digital world, but also to use it to advance the society, the well-being of the society. Uh, often this technology is used for 
as a for the, for in promoting the lowest common denominator, which is in the societal discourse or interest or values, which is not good for the society. So this institute is supposed to um, somehow be related or devoted to uh, the digital world and um, improving our condition using digital technologies uh, by better adjusting to the analog selves. So I would like that to be both basic research where we will look at that discrepancy and try to promote better standards, better technologies that would be, again, better adjusted to who we are. Uh, institute that will promote development of startups with such services or devices that would be uh, better adjusted to us or adjust us better to the world of the future. Helpful to humans, to societies. A place where uh, there will be educational uh, programs for those who would like to learn about those technologies or such a approach to, to life. Uh, a place where there would be practitioners and experts from various fields, from technology to natural sciences, social sciences, humanities, arts, culture, sport, work together to create such um, services, devices. And in the end, uh, the institute will be led or guided by a set of principles, uh, values, that will try to promote and propagate those values in the society, uh, having in mind or as a goal that long-term view of a society in which we all respect each other, work together toward the common good, better future, uh, where we finally realize that we as a humanity are one and have nobody else other than ourselves to help us create the better future that will not be and cannot be based on uh, hatred or wars or despicable uh, atrocities um, because once you start going down the path even if you inflict something on others and you think you are a winner tomorrow it is going to happen to you so and that can be anything in, in such a it's such an institute when you define it as a digital world uh, where we will talk about uh, comb uh, combination of uh, conceptual thinking to pragmatic actual implementations. Um, I hope that it is going to be uh, such a place where the young people especially will, will want to participate, want to stay in that in, in, in Bosnia and Herzegovina, in the region, 
to build a better future for, for everybody rather than going somewhere else to, to work for a little bit more money by, while at the same time losing uh, your identity or your, uh, your optimal future. Such an institute I hope to uh, see grow to be a premier thing in the region, in the world, but be focused on, the, uh, on increasing the, improving the lot of the region. Uh, while presenting itself as the, as the world uh, resource. And I just hope that uh, in the end we'll succeed. It takes a lot of effort. It's going to take money, in, at least initially. Um, and I hope to look for uh, European uh, funding sources but in the end, it has to be self-sustainable uh, with uh, through startups, through services that it will, through products that it will uh, create, through services that it will offer, and so on. Uh, I hope it is going to be complement to the existing universities, and that will introduce. Uh, uh, a different world-class, world-standard research culture, research and development culture, and education culture. A couple of questions in regards, do you see your role as president of the Platform for Progress, does that help in this effort, hinder, or neither of the above in terms of moving forward? But this is not going to be part of the um, Activities of Platform for Progress. Uh, it cannot be. Um, this is going to be a non-profit uh, that will have nothing to do with Platform for Progress, except that the fact that it's related to me. Right? In in the sense, it, it does. It, it's both a plus and a minus. The fact that I'm a member of the Platform for Progress. It is a plus because I. Um, uh, for the right or wrong reasons, I became more known in the country because of my political work, and more people will know about it. And perhaps uh, through that, we'll be we'll we'll know about it and 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 have a desire to participate and help. On the negative side, some people will see that as a political effort, and if they have a different political ideology or affiliations, they will. Maybe they might not want to do anything with it or to have anything with it, but uh, they could contribute because they are experts or wonderful resource or whatever. So I think it has both pluses and minuses in, in that regard. Well, and we talked about this a little last week in terms of how this initiative and your vision for this could work into the messaging, of course, with the campaign coming up in 2022, just because of the betterment for the country and the overall good for the country, something like this could mean. Is that going to entail getting buy-in from members of the platform to agree to see that vision? I mean, I know you're always, you've got to convince them a lot of times that of the big picture. Uh. No, not really. I mean, it, okay. it helps if they see it and if they believe in it, but it's not required that they actually do it. This is strictly me. Uh, mm -hmm. 
And then there are a lot of people in Bosnia and Herzegovina who basically, after seeing this announcement, uh, said, oh, also we expected this from you. You're coming from the United States, associated with the, with the higher high education all this time, uh, leading an, uh, an institute there, doing research, understanding it, have connections. And I think it is... Um, it is in many ways expected of me, which is good for the platform because we will say, oh, those are, some people will say, oh, those are type of activities where concrete help that we expected from, from Mirsad or Platform for Purpose in that sense. So um, I, this is not constrained or bounded in any way by Platform for Progress, its opinion or uh, the opinions of its members. It is something that I will pursue no matter what. It is something that I think it is good for the country, for the region, for the world. Whether I can, I'll be successful or not, it depends on many things. But I first need to find the right people who participate, define its vision. I need to find members of industry who also believe in this and perhaps want to help funding parts of it. Uh, need to reach out to all of our experts um, from Bosnia Herzegovina who ended up in in the world uh, diaspora, and uh, a lot of efforts, a lot of effort. But I think it is something that is is a long term initiative and idea that in the end must be realized by somebody, and I'll do everything I can to actually. Uh, do it, and that has nothing to do with my political engagement. Um, even if I'm just in, in in the U.S. the whole time, and I'm not, I'm spending a lot of time in Bosnia. Even if I were in the U.S. the whole time, I would be thinking about, or I would have been, I would be thinking about this uh, effort in in Bosnia Herzegovina. Of course, I would like to see the University of North Carolina Charlotte uh, to be. Uh, to see this as, as something beneficial to it as well, and I will certainly uh, offer it as, an, as a possibility to the administration of the university, but they know better what is uh, the ultimate interest of the university, whether it serves the right purpose or not, and so I respect their decision, but I would certainly love to see them as part of it. And then just one last one, in terms of candidates for 2022, are you still pretty much on course? You said sometime this fall you'll have to make decisions on presidential candidates, collaborations, those types of things. Honestly, uh, that all took a back seat during the vacation time in Bosnia. That That's pretty much uh, closing down as we speak. And um, uh, those discussions have started uh, just today. Um, I'm reading in the Bosnian newspapers that uh, the largest, according to them, the largest opposition party, Social Democrats uh, of Bosnia Herzegovina, uh, had uh, a meeting, their presidency, where they uh, today talked about the fact that uh, they started thinking about presidential candidates, coalitions, and they are ready to support a, a joint uh, candidate, thinking of the coalition of three parties. So they're joint candidates, uh, but they will be uh, also prepared to have their own candidates. And, um, and as the largest party, they're expected to have their own candidates. So 
um, other parties have already indicated that they might want to have their candidates, even as some of that uh, some of the parties that are in that coalition of the three uh, parties in Bosnia and Herzegovina. Um, so those conversations have started. Uh, we will be just observing what is happening at this point. Um, we'll, we'll finish our processes that I already talked about today. And I think within a month uh, we will be ready to turn our attention to such conversations and evaluate our position uh, on all of those things, from coalitions to candidates. Uh, it is a serious matter. It, the situation is fluid. The new high representative in Bosnia uh, is, has already started making statements that angered a lot of people. Uh, for example, he's, he started talking about the changes of the uh, electoral election law. Uh, that would uh, changes that would favor uh, Mr. Chovic's request for uh, legitimate representation of Croats in the Bosnian presidency, which is uh, something that a lot of people in Bosnia have a problem with. And so, uh, again, started the same thing as before, uh, fighting over the same issues dividing rather than uniting the country, disintegrating, trying to disintegrate instead of trying to act in an integrative fashion. Um, and that politics, as usual, started again and it's going to intensify through October of uh, 2022. And the latest uh, statement on Mr. Chovic, um, uh, really defines the, the battle lines. He basically said, if we don't have the change of the electoral law that would give the Croats, uh, Bosnian Croats, legitimate, quote-unquote, representation in the Bosnian presidency, there will be no Bosnian Herzegovina. That's what he said, which really defines exactly what is going to happen in the rest of the for the rest of the road to October 2022. And if there is no agreement on that side, um, he or they seem to be prepared not to provide any support for the funding of the elections, in which case there will be no elections. Wow. And you say nothing's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you for your kind words. It's much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you for everything Thank you. you do.